Welcome to the Known Parent Podcast. This podcast is presented to you by your friends at LifeWay Student Ministry. We want to help you lead your teenagers to know God, own their faith, and make their faith known. You can learn more about LifeWay Student Ministry at www.lifeway.com students. Your hosts for the Known Parent Podcast are Rick Prawl and Mike Wakefield from Student Ministry Publishing at LifeWay. Rick has a son and daughter in college, and Mike has a daughter in college and a son in high school. In addition to being parents of teenagers, both Rick and Mike have experience in student ministry, church staff ministry, and ministry through student ministry publishing. Let's join Rick and Mike as they share their experiences related to the topic for parents and teenagers addressed in this month's known study. Welcome to another episode of our Known Parent Podcast. This is Rick Prawl along with Mike Wakefield down at the other end of the table, your host for this uh, wonderful adventure through parenting your students in these wonderful topics. Uh, yeah, Mike, absolutely. how are you? I'm doing fine, Rick. That's a great introduction there. We it was use good, that. man. That was really good. Use that more often. That's right. And uh, we have a guest with us who's been here before. Uh, some of you, if you've been listening to our parent podcast, will recognize the voice of Karen Daniel. Karen, how are you? I'm doing great. Good. Karen, uh, remind parents what you do with us and how you put up with us here on our team. <laughs> I, I just correct all their mistakes. Absolutely. There you go. That's Good. I'm the production editor for, editor for Known, and I have two teenagers, and because of that, supposedly I'm an expert. So that's why I'm here today. <laughs> well, and you have two girls, so I do. That's true, and they're wonderful. If it should fit right in, with they've this taught topic me here. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Parents, uh, this month, this is a this can be an interesting month as we're talking about the topic. Our unit title is called "Goodness Gracious." Mike, why don't you walk folks through what we're looking at in this unit of study here? All right, this is a uh, own study, and it's uh, about character issues. And so we're talking about uh, three of the fruit of the Spirit, uh, gentleness, goodness, and kindness. So week one, uh, we're kind of setting this up by the Bible studies deal with the first three, especially deal with uh, learning about those three things through the character of God. Week one is called a kind God. The question is, what does it mean for God to be kind? God's kindness moves us to a relationship with him. Week two is about God's goodness. What does it mean for God to be good? God's goodness is displayed in all his ways. Week three is what does it mean for God to be gentle? Jesus is our example of God's gentleness. And then four, week four, we kind of wrap this up and really make we make application in the first three weeks. But really, we kind of hit it hard there the last week when the question is, why should I be kind, gentle, and good? And the point is you're a reflection of God to others. So, again, Rick, it is this character issue. Uh, of what kind of character we have as believers and, and what are we showing to the world. And as we're talking about, you know, just from our own purposes and for parents, as you're looking at this idea of, of this is an own study, what does that mean? You know, that's part of our strategy. Known is built upon a strategy of helping your students know God, own their faith, and make their faith known. And these middle units, these these are really important from me as a parent, as a leader standpoint of helping our students just really own their faith and begin to to show that. You know, statistics tell us, and it's one of those alarming statistics for us as parents, that, you know, 70 to 85% of our kids, when they leave our homes and go away to college, will also leave church and effectively leave their faith. And it comes back to the fact that they haven't really own their faith. This is a great topic, especially when you couple it with our third unit of study in in this whole quarter. We're talking about social ills. I think this whole idea of goodness, gracious, and kindness comes into play in that. We encourage you as parents, if you haven't listened to our Difference Makers parent podcast, go ahead and look for that um, as a great resource. Karen, as we're getting into this whole study, you know, what is this all what does all this mean about being 
kind, good, and gentle. What what first comes to my mind is the thought that it just it's a reminder of how we're created in the image of God. Um, you know, we're created to be kind, good, and gentle, just as he is kind, good, and gentle. And, you know, it, it teaches us, I believe, to remember how to respond. Uh, for example, you know, while we were still sinners, God expressed kindness to us. Well, we know people who ha- are not Christians. That doesn't mean we can't be kind to them. We need to remember to always be kind to them, uh, no matter what, just like God, because that way we are showing his character through us. Well, let me, parents, as we're getting on the front end, let me give you some definitions because I think as a team, we struggled with with this unit of study of, okay, how do we differentiate between kindness, goodness, gentleness? Obviously, there is some difference because, you know, Paul listed them as different parts of the fruit of the Spirit. He said, you know, that in the, with the Spirit being in us, he allows us to experience kindness, goodness, and gentleness. So what does that look like? Some definitions that we're sharing with your students each week. Uh, kindness is the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. When we talk about good, we're talking about being morally excellent, um, of high quality, right. We talk about well-behaved, kind, uh, and there is obviously some overlap in there. And then gentle is this idea of mild in one's temperament or behavior. And again, it uses the word kind, kind or tender. So just from a definition standpoint, there is some overlap. Mm -hmm. But there is also some distinction, and we won't dig into all these you know, separately, but for parents, talking about with your kids, beginning to model and, and talk about these issues, again, I think if we come back to media, there are plenty of examples of these things not happening. Yeah, I think that's a big deal right there, Rick. I think that that's not kindness, gentleness, goodness is not what's modeled out there. I don't think that's what's lifted up. Mm-hmm. Um, as a way to act, I think, you know, we, we promote, and even we, we, you know, even us as believers, we promote toughness and assertiveness and that kind of thing. And because we see these three characteristics, there's a lot in there also that has that servant feel to it, that, that servant heart, servant attitude. And that's just not what we see in our world. We're just, you know, and so I think we are, again, as we talked about in another different podcast, in a lot of ways, we are so have it to be so different from the world and what the world is promoting and, and the kind of character that the world is promoting. And so that's, a, you know, it's a good study to help mm-hmm. us re- to remind us, Oh, this is what the character of a believer is supposed to be like. He is supposed to be kind and gentle and, and good. And that doesn't mean he's not strong. Okay. Because we, you know, sometimes we get that, that, that thought that Jesus was these things and he was just kind of this little meek, you know, weak guy. Mm-hmm. But that's not it at all if you really look at the life of Christ, you know. But it's that strongness, that strength under under control. Uh, and um, so, yeah, we just, we're just going to have to model that and, and help them understand, you know, you may not see this from the world, but this is what you're called to be as a believer. Something I would add to that as a challenge to parents I think just speaking from personal experience, a good place to, to, to see this, I think all of us who are parents of teenagers, our children might have a friend or two that we don't approve of, that we struggle with. And I think it's really important for us to model these things in our relationship with that friend that we, you know, struggle with our, our child hanging out with and that kind of thing and put that into practice of being kind and good and gentle with that friend and mm-hmm. trying to show them the character of Christ and draw them in instead of trying to push them away. And that doesn't mean not to be careful. You do have to be careful with the friends that your children have, but um, it's, there's also a balance in there. 
Well, and as I look at these topics and, and going back to that statistic that we shared just a little bit ago about, you know, kids leaving their faith and not owning it. Honestly, I think a lot of that has to do with us as parents that, that we're not modeling and owning and demonstrating these things mm-hmm. before our kids. And in this unit of topic, you know, we look at it and say, oh, that's kind of a girl's unit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because as guys, we like, I don't want to be kind, good, and gentle. But man, dads, this is, this is a big deal for you to mm-hmm. model these things, especially in your relationship with your wife before your kids, to allow mm-hmm. your kids to see well, what does it look for, like for my dad to be to be kind to my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, how am I, how am I demonstrating kindness to my wife and goodness and gentleness? You know, we talk about, you know, being a gentleman, mm-hmm. you know, is demonstrating gentleness. You know, am I opening, you know, the door for my wife? Am I treating her with respect? Because again, it comes back to what Karen said that this, these are things that God has put in us. These are qualities of God. And we talk about in each one of these sessions, what does this look like for God to be kind, good and gentle? And since these are qualities of God, the other side of that is that these are qualities of what he wants to produce in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look at Scripture, literally these qualities are inside of me. I mean, the fruit of the Spirit, he is inside of me as a believer. These are there. Am I repressing them? Am I putting a lid on my kindness, my goodness, and gentleness uh, in my display of my affection to my wife and then in my display of my affection and my relationship with my kids? And I would say on the front end, we're not, we're not, you know, advocating that, okay, just no discipline that, you know, I'm going to be a kind, good, gentle father. And so that means I'm not ever going to punish my kids. That's not it at all. No, it's not. I can punish my kids with gentleness and it can hurt a lot, um, <laughs> but yeah. come back with goodness and kindness. And I think you're right. I think that it starts in our home in the way we treat each other. How are we going to treat the world with kindness and goodness and gentleness if we're not treating each other that way? And if we're not modeling that, uh, and then I think it just moves out into our situations. I mean, that neighbor that I don't really agree with or get along with, am I treating him with gentleness and kindness and goodness, you know, in the situations that I'm in, you know, with dealing with uh, parents and with kids on the ball field, you know, with things that, with an umpire and, you know, it just, what kind of character is coming out of my life, you know, and what kind of character am I showing to my son and my daughter? Am I showing that kindness, goodness, gentleness? Because it's one of those things too, Rick, to help us to realize, it helps us to realize that when we talk about being God's ambassadors with the, with that ministry of reconciliation, to reach out to the world with the, with the gospel, then what's going to really speak to the, to, to the world we're trying to reach, you know, toughness and assertiveness and right. that, or a kind, gentle nature, you know, but, but with strength, like you said yeah. earlier, you know, I, you know, there's a certain amount of respect that that behavior will warrant right. you know, the kindness, goodness, and and gentleness. And uh, I believe that that coupled with some strength, because sometimes you do have to stand up for your, your teenager or something happens either, like you say, on the ball field, in the classroom. You can still be kind and good, but strong in how you come out, at, you know, come about to uh, to resolve whatever issue is at hand. Right. When, and just modeling that, and that we get into that in that last session about, as you mentioned, Mike, you know, why should I be kind, gentle, and good? Because we're a reflection of God, not only in our homes, but to our neighbors. We had a great opportunity. My wife and I, um, you know, three weeks ago, had some big storms come through our area, and one just kind of set down right on our street and, and mm-hmm. did a lot of tree damage and some home damage, not anything to the scale that we've seen in other parts of the country. Uh, but it had an opportunity. I just, you know, I took half day off of work and, and chainsawed my neighbor's trees for five hours. Um, Hopefully they were on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, took some other ones down. Um, but it was just a, a way just to, to 
build some relationships and demonstrate some kindness. Um, we didn't have any damage at our house, and and you know they found it interesting that we were out helping everybody else when we had other things that we could be doing. But I mean, that's a demonstration. You know, when you're you know you give something to a you know a guy that's homeless or somebody that's in need, when you're letting somebody cut in front of you, you know, in line and not blowing up over it, mm-hmm. um, you know. Somebody takes your parking place. Um, you know, <laughs> how are you going to handle that? There's a lot of th- a lot of areas that this, these kind of things come into mind and come into play. But it's really just that reflection of Christ living through us and demonstrating that to others because it is going to plant some seeds and, and provide an opportunity. But I think for me, it comes back to it's not so much about the planting seeds and and you know doing all these things. It's really for me, it's a personal challenge for me. Am I reflecting mm-hmm. God's nature inside of me in all areas of my life? Not just the big issues like, you know, homosexuality and prejudice and poverty, like we're talking about in our difference makers unit. And not just in my belief about Jesus as savior and Lord and, and the King of all Kings that we talk about in, in our savior and King unit, but in everything in my life that I want God to, to rule and be the Lord of every area of my life and that means coming back to being Lord of me, being kind, good, and gentle in a world that makes it very difficult to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that I was just sitting here thinking, how can you, how can you just not just display that, but how can you teach that? I'm just thinking about just stories in the life of Christ, and we do that a little bit in this unit, you know, of of of, of showing those situations where He was these things and how He how He was kind and gentle and good in in the way He treated people. Uh, yet, as Karen said, yet was a very strong person, very, you know, bold and almost mm-hmm. all those things. And so, you know, not only do I need to model that, but I need to talk about that with my with my student, you know, with my son and my daughter to say, well, let's not only talk about how we do it. But let's look at the life of Christ. This is how he did. This is how he handled these people who, you know, and so forth. So providing the examples and talking about. But it's like you said, Rick, what kind of character do I want my son and daughter to have? You know, what kind of character mm-hmm. do I want them to go through life? Do I want them to be known, you know, uh, that they that they are able to exemplify and reflect and demonstrate that character of Christ? Uh, and maybe parents, it's just a good thing that you really begin to pray that your student, your teenager would reflect the character of Christ in all things. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can just say, just being on the receiving end of kindness, goodness, and gentleness lately. <laughs> uh, I'm, for those of you that don't know, most of you wouldn't know, but I've been on crutches for five weeks now. And just those simple acts of kindness and goodness from people. Uh, a couple Sundays ago, a teenage boy opened the door for me. I just, you know, it makes me want to be better. You know, so that that's what that example does. You know, someone... You know, people are so generous with opening doors, you know, walking with me, you know, taking the elevator with me. Little things like that make me uh, more cognizant of people who, you know, perhaps aren't temporarily disabled, you Mm -hmm. know, but it makes me want to help and and keep that top of mind later on. And so because of all the goodness that's flown into me lately, you know, naturally that's going to overflow. And now I see more of a need out there and I want to help others more. So I think whenever it's modeled for you, naturally, I think that's there's a natural overflow of that that you want to share with other people well mike we have another resource that that can help parents not only in this topic in this month but in other ones talk just a little bit about living with teenagers living with teenagers is our monthly magazine for parents and it has lots of different helps uh articles uh it also um is tied to the known curriculum 
Uh, we there's at least one article every month that ties with what you know one subject that we're dealing with or subject we're dealing with in that month. So just a great just a great help for parents. Karen might be even more uh, equipped to talk about living with teenagers. She worked mm-hmm. on the magazine for. Uh, several years before she came to the known team. Right. It's a good magazine. You know, we really, when I was on it and and still help with the planning sometimes, try to get to those issues that, you know, we're struggling with in real life. You know, when you walk out of the church doors on Sunday, there's plenty of articles about missions and preparing our children for missions, but there's also articles about the everyday challenges they face through school or sports activities or things that aren't always addressed in a church setting. So uh, it's just a real big help for parents just with some real world guidance and a voice of experience from the writers. And parents, just again, a reminder that we do from time to time, as you're looking for additional questions to help you guide discussions about this topic. Uh, just head out to our website, lifeway.com slash known, and click on the link to our parent ministry resources. There you're going to find not only our parent meeting plans, but also a list of questions um, as a separate document that you can use to ask your, your teenagers, your students, questions related to each one of these Bible study sessions uh, throughout this month. Again, trying to differentiate between kindness, goodness, gentleness, helping your kids see that there is a distinction, there's a difference, uh, they're unique. Uh, qualities and traits that should be demonstrated in our lives as Christians um, because we are a reflection of God to others. For me, as I've grown in my faith, I see these things growing. I'm surprised, Mike, that Karen didn't mention about our kindness and goodness. Absolutely. She's been on crutches. That's exactly who I was thinking about. Just a note, uh, you can get more information about living with teenagers at lifeway.com slash LWT. So. Parents, thanks for joining us this month uh, in this discussion about kindness, goodness, gentleness. Uh, again, pick this up with your kids. Um, and this would be a great topic, if a uh, great opportunity if you haven't already, to get into uh, that pa- passage in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, about the fruit of the Spirit. And these are just three out of that list of nine fruit that God wants to produce, God wants to produce in our lives. Thanks for joining us. Pick us up again next month.